<laughs> yeah, so today we're um, going to talk about the concept of Um We thought of this concept because we saw this picture on social media and we thought it was so problematic. Um, and yeah, the picture is right there. And as we were talking about it, we were like, let's discuss this during um, this gala because this whole topic is about women empowerment. So for those of you guys who can't see, it says she's cooking, feed, she's cooking to feed her baby and helping her child with his homework at the same time. Hashtag the, str the strength of a woman. God bless all mothers and yet to be mothers. So earlier um, we asked everybody, um, we were just asking people randomly, what does Magnol mean to them? Um, and we got different reactions from everybody. Um, so some people are saying like, it means strength, independence, hardworking, resilience, can stand in like, their morals and their beliefs. Um, but when we think of like the other side of Magnol or how that can kind of be problematic, that's essentially what we wanted to kind of touch on today and talk about. So that's a little intro. <laughs> Yeah, and before we do that, we're going to go ahead and if you guys listen to our podcast, you guys know we always start with our highs and lows. So we're going to go ahead and start with that, and then we're going to go into our main topic. Okay, so my high would be that I just came back from a trip to South Carolina. I went on a solo trip for about four days, and I just came back like a week ago. And so I'm super excited, and that was like my high for the week. And then my low is coming back to all the emails that I had from work and all the people that, all the phone calls that I had to respond back to. Um, my high is my sister came back from peaceful. You guys are going to see her next stuff. <laughs> so my sister's back, which is awesome, um, and we're here, so that's a high. Um, I don't have any lows. I don't really want to get to work. That's always a trigger. Listen, <laughs> you know, but I don't think I have a low. Um, so my low would just be moving out of my apartment. It's, I've just been having a very busy week. Um, however, my high is being here tonight and just seeing everyone and being back at my campus. I it feels like home here. Um, so let's get started on the topic and just discuss a little bit more about how this image made us feel. Um, I know we hear the concept nagnol all the time, and you know um, we it, there's a lot of positivity to being a nagnol, and we see that a lot of Somali young women right now doing a lot of amazing things, and also our mothers are amazing women. Um, so, just if you guys want to touch bases on how this image made you guys feel, because I know that's one of the things that we really talked about previous to this um, to this event. Um, so for me, um, listening to the moms talk in the last um, forum, which was pretty high, it was pretty cool. Um, you know, our moms are always doing everything and anything. And as a mom myself, I can kind of see how you kind of get wrapped up in that role. Like you're a mom, you're going to do 25 different things at one time because you kind of have to. Um, but there's also, like I said, the downside of this where you don't need to do all those things. You should ask for help. And I know as Somali women, um, somebody said in the last uh, uh, last group that was speaking that resilience is in our blood. We literally will take every problem of the world and we will figure it out and we will try to solve every issue. Um, but there's no need to do that. And being in, you know, individuals that are in the mental health field, it's problematic and we kind of need to address it. Um, so hopefully that's what we're going to get into a little bit today um, so we can kind of shed light on that issue. Yeah, for me, like my whole life, my mom has treated all of our siblings the same. Um, I only have one brother and I have two sisters, and 
our, our whole life. She made us all cook, all clean. Like, she never treated one person different, even though she'll be like, like, you're supposed to do this, or you're supposed to do that. Like, she never, she made everybody do it. So I never understood, um, you know, how, like, certain people say, like, men don't do any work. Uh, I think there was another picture also that was going on social media. Um, that was like a guy that was sitting down and it was like a woman that was cooking, it was like a cartoon. And I never understood that because in my family, we all, everybody did, did things together. Yeah, I, I grew up in a single parent household. My mom raised four kids by herself. So I am used to, whenever not know, like whenever I hear that terminology, I think of my mom and now I think of it as like myself, like that's my identity kind of. Um, so my mom kind of did the same thing as Sam's mom where everybody had to do things. So we never, it was never like, oh, you're a guy, you don't get to do this. Or you're a girl, you have to do this. We, my mom does not ever like stop us from doing something. She will let you, you say, well, I'm going to the moon. She'll be like, all right, cool, do you. Like, I was just went to the Peace Corps for two years. That's not really, you know, a norm for, you know, Somali people. So my mom has never been the type to kind of force cultural norms or cultural stereotypes onto us. We all kind of been, you know, we're allowed to be our own individuals and kind of chase our own dreams I mean this when I saw this image it kind of made me upset because it kind of creates unrealistic expectations for women and like just seeing this picture and you know um, it just kind of made me feel like you know she like is supposed to get more help, but that's not the way things should be. And I know few um, few people that I I know very well that you know believe this image and think that you know they they need to do all these things by themselves, or else they're not like uh, a strong woman, or you know that they can't define themselves as that. And it just kind of makes me upset to see that. Do you guys feel like there's a difference in like culture? Like not culture necessarily, but like our parents' generation, like they grew up in Somalia, we grew up here, so we can kind of take apart the um, phrase Nagnol and see like how like it can affect your mental mm -hmm. psyche. Um, versus with them it was just like what you do. Like you cook, you do the homework, you you're a housewife, like that's just life. I, I mean looking at it from like a Somali perspective, a lot of our moms had to, like it was uh, like it was a survivor, so they were in survival mode. Like had to leave from their home country and go somewhere else and kind of figure out how to deal with that. Sometimes you know they were by themselves or with their children, or whatever the case was. Um, but at, you know, growing up in the West now, we kind of see other cultures do the same thing too. Um, so it's not even from like the Somali perspective to me. It's just as a society, I think society kind of puts women in like this role, like you have to be the homemaker, you have to be the one that is, you know, taking care of the kids, like you're, you know, raising these children by yourself essentially, although you have a partner. So I think it's looking at it from, as a society, why, why do we think that women are expected to have a role outside of the home and in the home? So I'm looking at it from like evaluating society <laughs> as a whole. Um, I know you, you said you have a daughter, so like how would you want her like, what would you like the definition of Nagno to be for her? Um, for me, um, I definitely want my daughter, I talk about my daughter all the time on the podcast, so you guys already know her, um, Camila. Um, I would want her to think of Nagno as somebody who's independent, who's resilient, who knows to ask for help when she needs it, um, you know, can stand in her own, um, you know, her beliefs and morals as we already defined, but I want her to be somebody who is able to recognize when there's an issue in society or an issue with her where she needs assistance. I don't want her to kind of have this toxic mentality that she has to do everything and take care of everything. She's only one person. Um, so I think it's just taking away the toxic side of not know um, and keeping all the good parts of it. 
We're going to have an honorary uh, guest on the honorary podcast today. Her name is Gija, and she's going to um, come up and join us with this conversation as well. When I uh, saw this picture, I, I definitely felt the image as well, because I feel like with women, we don't get more than just those roles that are given to us, like a mother, wife. Um, just looking at her, she even looks young as well, too. So we're not giving that opportunity to, um, I would say, like have more of a diverse interests or even a lifestyle as well. And in this process, I'm not gonna lie, see those three kids, I'm stressed. I don't know if y'all see that. I see that baby, I see that kid tugging on her, I see that other kid doing God knows what, I don't even, I don't know. I think it looks just uh, like too much. But, I don't know, as a woman, I feel like we're not giving that like space a lot of the times and we're not discussing about mental health as well of like women and what may be going on as a mother because it is very stressful. Like, I'm assuming like even women that I spoke to who have like children and who face like postpartum depression, you know, no one really even speaks about that. Like a woman does feel up, like sad or very, um, I don't know, disconnected from her children as well and just having that be pushed on them and sometimes like even at a young age, you know, and I don't know, I feel like there's more of a storyline to us and I feel like it's not, I don't know, being mother is beautiful and it's a blessing, but I don't think it's in, like something that should be like on top of our list as a priority. It doesn't make you a woman. What makes you a woman is you owning your own womanhood, I feel like. I feel like we don't talk about it enough, like especially in our community, we hide things a lot and you're strong because nobody knows any of your baggage or nobody knows anything that you're going through, but I feel like we're stronger when everybody like is going through it together. Like if I talk to Steph about something, like I, she's obviously gonna relate to me, you know? So I feel like we're, we're stronger that way. And going off of what you said about the picture, my thing is who took the picture? Like I really wanna know who took the picture because from the caption it looked like it was like a guy, like the partner I'm assuming was praising the woman going through all these things and holding a baby and obviously she's by the stove and she's cooking food. So why did you feel the need to take a picture and not assist her? Like why not take the baby off the bed or help the kid with the homework or check after the other kid? Like it, it's, it's problematic, but you felt the need to go on social media and kind of like praise her in a sense. So it's, the whole thing's just a hot mess. So do any of you guys have, um, any questions, or what are your thoughts on this picture? Or do you agree or disagree with us? Like, we're willing to talk. Move on to the next audience question. Um, we do have some non-Somali speakers in the audience. If you guys could please describe what not knowing means. Oh, sorry. <laughs> um, I would, the way I would define not knowing is like a boss, like a boss woman, like, or an independent woman. When I think of like non girl to me, it's like Destiny's Child, like independent woman kind of thing. Um, so that's the best way I would describe it. How would you guys describe not girl? Thank you. <laughs> you put it in. Yeah, I would describe it that way, or like, like a, a strong boss, woman. Yeah, yeah. A strong yeah. boss woman. Yeah. Independent strength, it would be like some of the qualities I would describe like a not girl, mm -hmm. I think. It's often used as like, oh, you know, you're doing something like definitely not the most epic. Like tie your waist and you know, be a boss woman kind of. Mm -hmm. um, that's how I would describe it. Frankly, um, I think a lot of the times we don't hold the men accountable because from a biological standpoint, we wouldn't have been pregnant by herself. So I think we need more accountability in society, not just in the Somali community. And I think that starts within the upbringing. Um, and I think we need to instill in our men the importance of being there for your woman, even if relationships don't work out, people don't match up, that's okay. But I think it's really, really important to hold men 
accountable as well. Like, there's no way a woman should be going through that alone by herself. She did not bring those kids alone. I completely agree with your point. I feel like also we have to remember like what culture that we do come from. Like partnership is not um, deemed as uh, important in a like in a relationship sense. It's just more of a I do this and you do that and in this it's a partnership. So it's very much of a survival mentality. So it's like when you see this woman doing this, this is like regular. They see this, they see this and they're like, oh, you're supposed to, honey. I don't know what you're talking about. Are you confused? Like. But it's just a lot of survival like ideals, but also that we're here. That's not that's that's not the way we think now. Like mental health is something that we can talk about. This is something we can actually create a better like, future. If anything, it's just like I understand. It's it's like a, this is the way it's always been, but now it's like we're here now, and we understand. We have more information. Women are doing different things as well, you know. So. I, I agree, and then I disagree, like, all the way. I'm like, uh, honey, um, kids, what? Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, you're so cute. I'm not even, like, 25. Calm down. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have a question, actually, for the ladies on the stage. Um, what do you guys think that a rhetoric would be if this was a man who could turn on? I think it'd be gay first. I feel like our society kind of looks at, um, even as parents, like you see, um, like you see a dad out with his kid, it's like, oh, he's so cute, like, oh my god, he's a dad, ah, uh, ah, uh. and then you see like a mom with her kid, and it's like, all right, cool, <laughs> that's what you're supposed to be doing, it's like, you're a mom, people um, it's like, you're a mom, um, but dads are kind of looked at like, oh, he's an involved dad, what an amazing parent he is, you know, and get the praise, um, so it definitely is an issue with society, whether it's small children or, um, you know, just society as a whole, I think, there is that where they kind of look at, you know, different genders as, oh, one, that's your role, that's what you're supposed to be doing, that's what you're created for, and the other one is kind of like, oh, if he's involved, he's involved, if he's not, if he's not, kind of thing. Um, hello, my name is David, and I'm very, very happy to be here. I'm not from Somalia, but I'm from Nigeria, but I'm very, very impressed, and I'm very, very happy like this kind of event came up. I don't have any question about this event, but... Thank you. Thank you. I'm going to write a paper about this event because I'm very impressed. And what the, lady, like, the women talk about, like, women are very, very important in society, and I'm going to admit that they do more and more roles in the aspect of the kids and the men. Men are there, but men cannot be compared to women. So... Yeah. <laughs> and... For a woman who has seven kids to go to school, do everything, I don't think why I can do anything. So, that's a big challenge for me. Having four kids, going for school, so I can do that also. So, that is an encouragement, and I really like that. Thank you. Not no man is independent woman, woman who does everything on her own. So, like the culture we came from, if you are a woman who's whining and cannot do anything, you will be considered as a weak. So even when we're having a baby, we cannot scream or cry. <laughs> we have to put up everything. Otherwise, you look like a weak person. So not no means independent. And that is true. And that's where, I, like, earlier when I mentioned it's trauma kind of coming. And it's that survival mentality of just, like, 
this is what a woman's role is. And if it's not, if you're not doing that, then obviously you can't carry yourself. And they're not really seen as like humans. Sometimes it's just like we have to be invincible all the time. We eat superwomen every day. <laughs> Hi guys, big fan. Um, <laughs> hey. So I guess my my question is kind of like a two-part question. The first one would be, um, personally speaking, I don't like to ask for help because of the risk of rejection, and I don't know, like it makes me uncomfortable when people say no to me, and then it just makes me want to just continue doing everything by myself. So. The first part of my question is how do you guys deal with rejection? And the second part would be looking back at where you're at in life right now, what is something that you would have known, like you wish to have known like five years ago, growing up and like being the person that you are today, going all, through all the obstacles that you guys went through, what was something that you guys wish you would have known? Um, as far as rejection, um, closed mouths don't get fed, so you might as well just ask. If you get a no, you get a no. Uh, it's not going to kill you. Nobody died from getting you no know, as an answer. Um, but things that I think that I would have known, um, I feel like that's a loaded question there. But I feel like everything that's happened in my life has made me to the person I am today, and I don't regret any of it. Um, so I'm good with things the way they happened. I'm fine with it. Um, it's lessons that I learned that are gonna, you know, help me in the future or just make me a better person overall. So I'm good with everything that's come my way so far. Um, how I deal with rejection, honestly, I had to learn that. I feel like as Somali women, we struggled with that like severely. Where I even I had to realize there are some lessons that we haven't learned, and it's just part of again learning yourself and understanding who you are. And I feel like a lot of us don't even get the chance to build an identity or something we can relate to a lot of the times, or just even um, cultivate yourself, but uh, I feel like, again, I had to step into like scary boundaries. I feel like the task is more scarier than actually doing it. So I feel like just doing that and taking that step forward helps you to growth, and a lot of growth kind of comes with pain. So just do it. That's just really what it is, like Nike. No shame. <laughs> just do it. Um, I would say just doing it also just the fear of failure is something that I really struggled with. So just overcoming that and realizing that you know failure um, is basically lessons that you're learning, and so that you can next time you won't make that same mistake. Um, and an advice that I would give to myself um, would just be to you know continue to pursue your dreams, and you know you're going to face a lot of obstacles, and the road to success is not like a straight path. It's like you gotta climb a bunch of mountains and you might fall and you just have to continue and keep going. And just um, being able to be your um, biggest supporter and always just cheering yourself on um, and not relying on outside sources to cheer you on because that doesn't last as long. So um, just doing what you gotta do and just make sure that you're going out there and doing it 100%. Hi. Hi. Okay, so my question is, um, speaking about strength and women, is there somebody in society that you guys feel like is a non-woman that you look up to, and why? Myself. Yes. My mom. I think my mom. My mom. I give my strength to my mom. My mom's like I said, the ultimate non-woman to me. She is my role model, my my idol, my backbone, my everything. Um. So my mom, and 
and then myself because I feel like I'm just a boss ass person. So period. Period. <laughs> I would also say my mom. I would also say my grandma and my mom. Those are two people that I feel like define strength for me um, and myself because why not? <laughs> Um, well, I'm going to stay on the same theme, but also my mom. She's uh, very strong, and she's a go-getter, and I always um, admire her motivation. To, she like is always chasing her dreams and always wants to do bigger and better things. So um, just my mom, and um, also I would say all the incredible Somali women. I know like right now all over social media, you can see Halima Adan, um, the two young girls that recently um, got into offices and, and had Omar. So there's a lot of um, young Somali women that are doing amazing things, and they're creating a lot of space um, for young women to go, to go through and like to look up to those um, those people. I think right now society is really popping with Somali women. We're in every avenue. We are doing everything, and I love it. It's great for everybody else, you know, all the young girls to kind of see and um, have somebody to look up to, but you have to look at yourself as not all, like you are not all. <laughs> my baby, I'll say, I don't know about y'all, like y'all say, I'm like, <laughs> 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 yeah, I, honestly, I feel like my definition of a not an old is it's very hard, because it's a woman who's emotionally intelligent, somebody who is also uh, very strong, I'll be honest, a lot, a lot of the times I'm able to decipher, like my mother, she's beautiful, I see her very, sh like, as a strong woman, but also she's, Emotionally, in that, in that category, she's like, huh? But I don't know what you mean. I don't know what you're talking about. Listen, suck it up. Be quiet. Go ahead. Move. But <laughs> I don't know. I feel like my definition keeps changing as I keep getting older. And, um, and I'm realizing that like where that lies is very, it's very difficult. I feel like everybody needs to fit to that standard, too. It's just, I don't know. I feel like... I don't know, myself, watching myself, because I don't see a lot of women who do what I do, or like at least like um, have the mindset that I have. And I feel like I appreciate my mother for bringing me here and to understand that like I'm able to see that there are different, like, different variations. So it's just, I don't know, I feel like everybody is in their own way, but it's, just, it's only if they know their own strength, you know? I know y'all said who you look up to, but you know what I'm saying? I look up to everybody, everybody. They got something going on. I wanted to add these ladies too because I see the struggles. Like we, we're all very close friends. <laughs> so I see the struggles that they go through and the things that they power through and get through. So my, my co-hosts are my my role models, I guess, for non role Aww. Aww. You're our role model. <laughs>